what do diet, exercise, cholesterol, and high blood pressure have in common? Well, it's not hard to guess that they relate to heart disease and heart attacks. In this edition of Health Styles, Sarah Bush Lincoln cardiologist B. Lakshmi is back for a quick podcast on the seven steps you can take now to prevent a heart attack. He'll also talk about one of the best screening tests to determine your heart attack risk, and the best part, it's non-invasive. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Dr. Lakshmi after this short break. Friends and neighbors, our hearts beat to heal yours. The Sarah Bush Lincoln cardiovascular team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and in some situations, extraordinary. You see, that's why we're here, to treat you with first-class technology and simple human kindness. The Heart Center at Sarah Bush Lincoln. Trusted, compassionate care. Right here, close to home. Thanks for listening to this edition of Health Styles, the podcast. And I am back with Dr. Lakshmi from the Sarah Bush Lincoln Heart Center. Thanks for coming back to talk to us. Thank you very much. It was always fun, Lori. All right. So today we're talking about how to prevent a heart attack. What do you tell your patients when they ask that question? It is a very important topic. I've been thinking about it for a long time. We had a podcast where we talked about why people have heart attacks. So patients ask me, can I prevent a heart attack? And I say, certainly. To a large extent, we can definitely prevent a heart attack. No method is 100% perfect, but to a large extent, we can do it. I tell seven steps to prevent a heart attack. Step number one, diet. It always starts with the diet. Now, there are two particular diets which have been studied. One is Mediterranean-style diet, and the second one is a DASH diet. Both of them have been shown to decrease adverse cardiac events. Essentially, it entails whole wheat products, avoiding bread, potatoes, pasta, desserts, increasing salads, vegetables, lean meat, such as chicken, turkey, fish, eggs, and fruits for desserts. If you maintain a good Mediterranean-style diet, it seems to decrease the heart attacks. So I would uh, look at it, Google the diet, and try to follow it. I should say we do have a podcast on the Mediterranean diet with Michael Heiss. He's one of our providers over uh, as we're sitting here across the way in, in Prairie Family Practice. So listen to that if you want. That's a great those. idea. Number two, exercise. You know, many of the patients come to me and say, oh, I can't go to the gym. I have arthritis. I have a shoulder problem. I say, do something simple. Start with walking. Start walking 15 to 30 minutes and build it up to an hour. You can't walk. You can do biking, aerobic exercise. I tell anybody can do exercise unless they're extraordinarily sick and build it up. Now, of course, if you have facilities with gym and weights, it'll be nice to do that. But start with something, at least walking. Number three, stop smoking. There is no ifs and buts about it. There are multiple cancers are caused by smoking. And number one cause of cardiovascular disease is smoking. And you must quit it. There are drugs available to help you. I would certainly talk to my physician regarding quitting smoking and help. Number four, treating hypertension. We're going to have a podcast regarding hypertension management soon, but we should aggressively treat hypertension. 
For a long time, we did not do that. We thought 140 over 90 or 150 over 90 is normal. Now we know it's not. And please listen to my podcast regarding hypertension management. Number five, high cholesterol. We had a podcast about statins, and certainly we will talk more about high cholesterol, particularly if you have vascular disease or coronary artery disease, you should aggressively treat the LDL cholesterol, which is the bad cholesterol, to less than 70. Some patients cannot take statins. There are newer medications available for it. Number six, diabetes mellitus. If you're a diabetic, you know, we don't see type 1 diabetes in the adult population that much. These are people who've been on insulin from childhood. Most of the patients have type 2 diabetes mellitus. We used to be too aggressive those days with medications. A lot of patients were not doing well. The problem was not diabetes, it's the medications. They all have cardiac problems. But the newer diabetic medications have no issues with heart and actually decrease heart attacks. So I would talk to my physician regarding the newer anti-diabetic drugs such as empagliflozin, dapagliflozin, and some of the GLP agonists. These are the new medications which seems to be beneficial in patients with coronary artery disease. Metformin, which is the commonest drug used, is very useful and does not cause any problem. It may actually decrease heart attacks in some of the studies. Number seven, this is actually the most important part. Patients come to me all the time and say, I have few risk factors. I am 40s to 50s. I have family history of heart disease. My cholesterol is okay. What should I know? I want to know whether I have heart disease or not. You know, the only test we used to do to prove one way or another for a long time is a coronary angiogram. But it's an invasive procedure. You stick a catheter either through the wrist or the groin and inject the dye into the coronary arteries. There is a small risk involved in it. There is one in 1,000 people can die during the cardiac catheterization. So the best method to know whether you have atherosclerosis or a calcium score using a CAT scan. Now, our hospital fortunately can do it. For about $75 to $100, you can do a CAT scan to see whether you have calcium score. The calcium score in the coronary arteries essentially says whether you have atherosclerosis or not. Now, the jury is out. There are thousands of studies which essentially says, essentially says if your calcium score is elevated, your risk of heart attack and death is increased. It doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow, but you know that you have the disease. We also do a program called Heart to Heart where we will do the lipids, we will do the CRP, cholesterol in our hospital. I think it's about $150. But I would certainly talk to my physician regarding calcium score because if your calcium score is elevated, we have to aggressively treat this patient to get the LDL cholesterol as low as possible. So if you follow the seven steps, it's very likely that we will prevent heart attacks and you will lead a healthy life. So what role does family history play in all of this? I mean, if your mom had a heart attack, your, you know, your sister had one, are you, should you be nervous? I think you should be concerned. You don't get anxious that there is a clear-cut genetic predisposition in those patients with multiple members having heart attacks. I would certainly talk to my physician regarding some of the tests we talked about, such as calcium score or CRP, to see whether you have inflammation. But the bottom line is exercise, diet, quitting smoking, and you follow all the protocol, 
but consider seriously doing a calcium score when you have a strong family history of it, which will reassure you. All right, and those are Dr. Lakshmi's seven steps for preventing heart attack. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Health Styles presented by Sarah Bush Lincoln. And I'd like to give a special shout out to all of our providers and clinicians for coming on the show and providing great information we can all benefit from. Just remember the information presented in our podcast should not be considered a substitute for medical care. Please see your own healthcare provider if you have questions or concerns about a medical condition. Now to learn more about the Heart Center at Sarah Bush Lincoln, visit sarahbush.org slash theheartcenter. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be the first to know when new shows are added. We're also on social media and we'd love to connect with you there as well. For more information about the providers and services of Sarah Bush Lincoln Health System, visit sarahbush.org. Until next time, I'm Lori Banks. Thanks for listening.